Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Bernadette Armstrong. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you, and your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. Donations can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Now playing in Theater 101. She was Dix Tracy, written by Santa Cruz and directed by Bernadette Armstrong, starring Gary Lamb as Lead Detective Harry, Peter Bonoff as Assistant Detective Jack, David Purdom as The Coroner, and Maureen Davis as Tracy. Tracy. That dame was about as hard-boiled as a three-minute egg. A regular softy. Soft touch, soft heart, soft skin, and soft lips. A mouth that never spoke without the ruby glow of Max Factor red lipstick painted on it. Marilyn Monroe Rogue was her color of red, and that she was. A soft rogue of a gal, a real dolly, and I am sad to say the beginning of this story starts where Tracy's life ends. Red like her lips was the pool of blood she was discovered lying in. (sighs) Well, seeing her lying lifeless on the ground in an alley is not how a beauty like this one should have ended. So, did you know the Vic? I'm sorry to say I did. Maybe you should take yourself off this case, boss. It could be too close for comfort. Well, what do we know? We don't. So look, pal, I appreciate the concern, but I'm the lead detective on this butchered lamb chops case, and I'm going to find out who did this rotten deed, and when I do, I'm going to put him right there in that dumpster where he belongs. That's what I'm worried about. Leave the worrying to me. How do you know it was a him who done it? A hunch. No Roscoe, knife, or rope. Just her lifeless body laying here since early morning. One of my eyes found her like this and buzzed me. Forensics, or is it the coroner? Whatever, someone is on the way. Hell, Jack, she ain't even cold yet. Do you want I should get her a blanket? The sheet'll do. Just thought... Maybe we can make her more comfortable. I'm getting a blanket. Hey, fellas, toss me a blanket. Hey, you dumb mug. Can't you see she's dead? Get your wits about you, Jack. How the hell did you get here so quick, anyway? I thought you were squawking to have some time off with your kid. Nah, my boy's mother turned his head against me. Sitting around staring at four walls ain't my idea of a good time. So this is your idea of a good time? I got nothing better to do, so I showed up at the station. They informed me you were sent to check out a stiff. Thought you could use a hand. Well, they weren't wrong. All right. Here's what we do know. Tracy wouldn't be caught dead in an alley like this. Looks like she got caught today. 
Okay, wise guy. Don't you think I know that? It's the one thing we do know, idiot. What we don't know is how she ended up here and why. Who would want to kill Red? Who did she tangle with that didn't like the way she danced? Them don't look like her dancing shoes. Figure of speech, Mac. I don't recall you being such a blockhead. You boozing again? Need to go back to bed? Sleep something off? No. Nah. <clears throat> I get it. It's just a damn shame seeing her laying here like this. You've seen plenty of dames in worse shape than this. What's this one to you? Nothing. I was just agreeing with you. Pal? Okay. Where the hell is that coroner? The damn flies will get a job done on her before he shows up. Say, how would you know what her dancing shoes look like? Did you know Red? Not really. No. You can't really know a person, can you? What the hell kind of answer is that? Did you know her or not? I know them shoes she's wearing are pretty expensive, and nobody in their right mind gonna dance with shoes that have heels that high. I asked you why you would know about her shoes, not the make or style. They're shoes, man, not a vehicle. Pull yourself together. You can't answer a simple question? We are looking for clues and leads, aren't we? And shoes are sort of a vehicle. Can it? Maybe she got her heel caught in a pothole or something, fell and broke her neck. Red is lying in a pool of her own blood. This is murder, pure and simple. And you are standing here debating her shoes? I want some answers from you, so stop beating around the bush. Where is the coroner? Well, I'm just thinking we should rule out all possibilities that it might have been an accident before we start thinking the worst. Oh, you do, do you? Sure. It's the very thing you would say. If you weren't so close to her, I guess. I always go straight for the jugular. I don't know about you, but I'm a homicide detective. This looks like murder, smells like murder, and pal, all my years on the beat, I'm telling you, Red was iced. Somebody put the big chill on her. We don't know that for sure. She could have had one too many Mickeys. Mixing them with a martini or two. Maybe a sidecar. A slow chin fizz, Tom Collins, or a whiskey sour trying to drown her sorrows. Again, with the familiarities. And she staggered here to die in an alley. Is that what you're trying to insinuate? Just saying, boss. Something to consider. You want to keep a dead woman warm. You don't recognize her dancing shoes. She may have slipped and killed herself from her stilettos. Then you say, maybe she took one too many pills and drank too much booze. Suicide? Ha! So I'll tell you what I'm considering. I'm considering a really big question here, and that is why my assistant detective is so intent on leading this case away from murder. It's fishy. It stinks of rotten carp. Holy mackerel, I'm just trying to do my job here, Harry. I'm looking under every stone. Don't you want to do that? Oh, yes, I want to. The stone I'd like to turn over is the one I'll let you crawl out from under. What are you trying to hide here, Jack? Harry, are you trying to point a finger in my direction? Are you trying to suggest... I'm just doing what I always do, Jack. Doing the sleuthing. Rolling the dice to see where they fall. But I do believe you are somehow involved in this kipper. Fish again? I meant caper. Yeah. Oh! 
Oh, it's you. Speak of the devil. The coroner finally shows up. What took you so long? Nice to see you too, Harry. Anybody touch red here before my arrival? No, I didn't touch... Nobody's touched red. How did you know her name was Red? Because you just said it about a million times here. Not you, numbskull. Him. The guy who thinks he's got banking hours. Yeah. How'd you know her name? Hey, 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 hey. You want to back up a little step away from the body? From Tracy? My God. It really is Red. We lost Red. We're backing up all right. What were you doing on the night of, say, last night and early this morning? I don't have to answer that. I don't have to tell you nothing. Jesus Christ, Jack, I'm talking to the guy in the white coat. Now answer my question. Where were you on the night of the murder? I'm just here to do a job, Harry. Let me do my job. Wise guy, huh? Boss, boss, what's gotten into you? The coroner's trying to work. You've flown the coop, lost your noodle. Gone completely batshit crazy over losing your gal. My gal? You are the one who seems to be familiar with her personal attire and cocktail preferences. All right, hold your cotton-picking horses. Everybody down at the station knows that Jack was swapping spit with Red. That's it. I'm calling my lawyer. I knew it. You know too much about her. I didn't even know the woman danced. Harry... I didn't know you were seeing Red till this morning, when you were so upset with you. You lying, double-crossing prick. Well, you two lovebirds take this somewhere else. Your yelling could wake the dead. Are you trying to tell us how to do our job? Yeah, buddy. You took half the morning to show up to do your job, so you stay out of ours. And the woman's dead, in case you didn't notice. There is no waking her up. (laughs) She's dead. Oh, my God. Tracy's dead. Better dead than red, she always used to say. Or or was it better red than dead? May she rest in peace. Stop it, Harry. I can't take it. Oh, just stop it. All right, knock it off, you two. Let me do my job. And for the record, the angle someone dies from a slit throat has to be determined by the hand they favor. If the slit is from left to right, that would make it impossible for Red to have slit her own throat. Because Red was a lefty. And how would you know something like that? Yeah, what gives? Did she slit her throat? I just told you, of course she didn't slit her own throat. I was hypothesizing. Then how did she die? How did beautiful Red end up here in the alley, lying on the cold pavement to have rats and bugs feed on her? (laughs) My God, man, were you seeing Red too? I swear, Harry, if I'd have known you were seeing her, I would have backed off. I'm not talking to you, lunkhead. I'm speaking to the know-it-all coroner, who obviously knows our beautiful Red laying cold on the concrete is a lefty. And I want to know why. And how? I don't owe either of you two imbeciles an explanation. Hiya, fellas. How you doing? Hey! Red? Tracy! Uh, Let me help you up. Thank you, Jack. Cold as a witch's tit down there. I don't recommend nobody trying it. 
Okay, first things first. My name ain't Red, it's Tracy. I swear, you dicks. And as for dead, it's better red than dead, not better dead than red. Right. She's Pay alive. attention, will ya? On dead? No way, sugar buns. I am far from dead. I'll say. Zip it, moron. She's alive. Oh, boys. Hey, who you calling a moron? Why, you, of course. Boys, you... settle down, will ya? I just wanted to get you all out of the station together. I've been working on it for a while. <laughs> Almost impossible with you, so I cooked up a real good scheme. And look, it worked. Why, Red? Yeah. I'm sorry. Tracy. So I could have a look-see at the one I was going to pick for my Valentine date. Huh? Valentine's? Harry. Yeah? You sweet sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Always an interesting romp. <laughs> <laughs> but you never once tried to see if I was really dead or alive, Boobykins. Uh. Always with the big conclusions. Yeah. And that is why you're a great detective. <laughs> But a lousy boyfriend. Oh. Oh, and Mr. Cool Collected Coroner. Yeah? My lump of sugar. <laughs> my schmuckums. Prim and proper in your crisp white jacket. You would rather pontificate on a hypothesis than get down to business with me. Well, you always gotta start with a hypothesis. Oh, don't get me wrong, boobykins. I don't mind mixing my sugar with the chemistry of investigation, but you were all talk and no go. So, Jack, my jack of all trades. Yes, dear? Kind, considerate, and thorough Jack. That's me. Thorough enough to ask questions about me? Of course. Well, not jealous questions, but thoughtful inquiries. I'm a thinker, what can I say? Oh, thoughtful enough to get me a blanket, even when he thought I was dead. Mm-hmm. Well, fellas, I've made my decision. It's Jack! Oh. It's you, baby cakes! Oh. <laughs> Oh, baby, I was so worried about you. Oh, Come I here. I could see that I believed you. Come here, baby. Oh, oh come oh. on, Jack. Let's go get a gin visit, too. What about all the blood? And who alerted me to this alley? Oh, Harry, you old Houdini. I was the eye who rang you up. And my darling munchkins, that blood is my girly friend's red hair dye. Ain't it a sin? So real. Ain't it good? Hilarious. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Let's leave these lugs. See you later, fellas. <laughs> <laughs>